Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 785. And today we're going to dive into part two of the gift of Jinky 54, which is aspiration. We started with this Jinky yesterday. Um, how we transform that energy of greed into, uh, uh, you could say, a higher kind of greed, um, which is aspiration, um, a frequency that is focused on what's beyond the, the, the idea of or the need of the personality to have stuff. And, and we also talk about how important, and we will continue talking about how important it is to continue to make the difference between who we are and what the personality is. Because this is the one thing that Richard Rudd does not include in his, um, in his teachings. And it's incredibly, uh, it's pivotal. Without this little piece of information, you could read the entire Jinkies. You could spend the next 20 years trying to figure out this stuff and you're still going to be stuck because you think that you are what you think, what you feel, what you want, your memory, your what you've done, what, you know, how other people see you. All of that stuff is, is, is the personalities, is the body-mind consciousness, is the bio-machine, right? But it is not who we are. And so if we observe every single one of these contemplations from that place at all times, then there's not going to be a, a confusion and you don't get lost in the trips of the personality because the personality, um, it wants to run the show. And um, this is the reason why the world is in the way that it is. And we can see this in the jinkies them, themselves, the movement from that shadow to that gift um, is the taming of the personality. So, but if we see it clearly for what it is, then we're not going to get stuck in this um, pursuit of something. And this is what our personal development is all about, pursuing something because we're not good enough, right? And these are words, these are incredibly, you know, ridiculously useless, but we're trying to do our best uh, using these words to convey uh, concepts that are beyond words. And so in terms of this jinky and this gift of aspiration, we're going to be looking today how um, and making the specific distinction that is not the movement from self-serving to community serving, but the realization that people don't exist. When you realize that people don't exist, that it's you and you have raised that frequency to, to love yourself, then you're not served, you're not being of service to the community. Community doesn't exist. The people don't exist. You are serving yourself because you are beyond this inside bio machine that we're writing. So we need to understand very clearly, we are not the bio machine. We are not the personality, the operating system of the bio machine. We are everything and everyone, the entire multiverse. So that is the, that is the true aspiration, the true raising of that consciousness, because you're not going to go in your house and start, you know, putting stuff in your pockets, you know, because, you know, it's your house that there's, you know, it, it sits there on the table. It's not like I'm going to take it with me. So that's what we go from the personality, from the shadow of greed. You know, I'm going to take this business here and I'm going to take down all of this, you know, the continent. You know, we are, these things have been happening forever. And this is the consequence of the hierarchy. So we want to destroy, demolish, burn down the foundation of this shit. That is called the hierarchy from the bottom down, you know? And how do you do it? By moving your attention to a different parallel universe, different timeline. Everything is sustained, fueled, energized, uh, founded on attention. 
Reality exists the way that it is because people are feeding their attention and sustaining it with their attention. Attention evolves and it becomes action. And next you got laws and now you got slaves and, and tyrants and the whole. It's a, it's, you cut it down from the root. You pluck the root down, the whole fucking thing falls apart. And it's not that we want to destroy the hierarchy. It's that we're just going to step out of it and create a completely new life for ourselves. Because as we as individuals choose to position our attention somewhere else, number one, you're no longer supporting the hierarchy. You're no longer supporting the whole construct, right? And number two, the way you go about your new life is to treat yourself, which is everything and everyone, with a higher frequency. In this case, and the specific word we're using for love here is aspiration, right? Which is bringing that, you know, Richard Red uses the word serving the community, but it is, that is a trap, you know, because when you use those words, you're still going to see, uh, you're working inside of the hierarchy. And so, and, and I see it over and over again, all these lofty utopic dreams of creating these hippie communes and new age movements, and you get inside of it, and it's shit. Everybody's, you know, with, in, in, doing their spiritual work, but at the same time, they're playing the fucking power trip game. And you go like, ay, nanita, get me out of here. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't, I'm not above anybody. I'm not below anybody. I don't take orders from anybody. I'm rogue, right? And what happens when everybody becomes that rogue, right? But with that consciousness of understanding, full embodied understanding that you're here to, to expand, right? Because remember, we were talking yesterday about the programming partner gift of this Jinky 53, which is expansion. And the next level of expansion is, I, I love the golden rule, right? Um, do unto others as you would do unto yourself, right? That is the, that is the, the easiest way of putting it like this. How do you treat everyone at every single moment? And so when, let's say we're, now we're doing business, you're going to be expressing that experience. How are you going to be building things? It's not that you're building communities. The community happens because there's a foundation on another level of reality. And I wouldn't even call it community because I, I, I think these words are, are obsolete Right. That's where communism comes from. Right. And when you have the ability to bamboozle and mind fuck people and telling them this is the way. Right. And they don't even know it. You can use all of these words in so many ways. And next thing you have people, they're giving their power away to someone else to run the show. And this is what's been happening throughout history. But when you are present and you truly realize what life is about, which isn't about building communities or building utopias, it is about showing up with a different frequency. And so organically it happens. And we're going to be talking about it. Richard Rudd calls it pheromones, right? Which is actually expressing the same concept. Now we take that from frequency all to the physical level. The body is going to uh, emanate this this scent, right? And he's talking about that. We're going to be diving into that. And people pick up that scent and that's how you make connections, right? But if you were to truly understand that everybody, everybody is at any given moment dealing with their transmutation of these shadows into gifts on all these levels, because you were at a, any given time, at any given moment, and the experience unfolded the way that it is, and you suddenly start smelling bullshit, it was perfect. And it was not necessarily perfect for the reasons that you think it would be perfect. Because, you know, in the personality that organizes all these concepts in, you know, little shelves and, and drawers, right? And it's going to tell you, oh, this happened because of this. Now, you didn't, that deal didn't go through because the blah, 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 blah. Usually goes out into your piece of shit, you know? But it is not about that. 
when we organically know and do our work, and what I mean our work is we are actually reaching out and expanding and creating and using our free will to explore reality and, and reconfigure reality and have that physical experience. We're doing our work, the job of God, which is expand, which is explore, which is use your focus, your attention to on, uh, foresee envision unforeseen realities and manifest them, right? That's what we're here to do. And you listen to your inner natural, you know, fun drive or whatever you want to call it, and you're on track. And then you have these meetings, and suddenly at the at some point at some point you feel like something's weird. It's not flowing, or they feel that, and it doesn't happen. And you go, "Wow, it didn't happen because of this or that." But no, not really, because you were at the core of who you are. You were honest with yourself. You were doing your thing, and your thing happens to be the thing that doesn't fit in their thing, because most of people's things operate within the hierarchy. And if you're having a vision beyond to the next layer of reality, it's not gonna fit anywhere. So we give up on that, completely surrender it to God. And then the organic, yes, and we're gonna be talking about magnetic frequency equivalent attraction, right? Harmonious magnetism, right? Then you're gonna manifest these teams of people that are at a whole other level, but they're not tied up with a leash. It's a whole other level. You're going to become and meet these unruly creatures that are from other planets, you know. And, and it's amazing because now you're having an adventure and you are not, you know, telling people what to do. And they're not telling you what to do. And shit gets done organically and smooth. This is what great stuff, where great stuff comes from. If you uh, if you kind of go back and, and, and read the biographies of great bands that have made, at a certain moment in their time, great music, uh, it was always usually this storm of ideas and it was, it was, it was, you know, chaos. For most of them, it was not always these harmonious things. Yes, there are some great bands where there's some leader that kind of told everybody to do and shit still ended up being good. But there's a few really good examples where you really got really epic stuff and not necessarily, um, you didn't know if, how it even happened. And this is what we're talking about, this mysterious mystery of the universe. How stuff actually gets done when you are not ordering it and putting it on little boxes. Because you surrender it to the greater understanding of reality, which is God. So we're going to be diving into all of that today. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom of the of, uh, the podcast, you'll see a black menu just right there. Five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. And I'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're using this tool, these gene keys, which is an updated version of the I Ching, um, the ancient uh, millinery wisdom of the Chinese sages of two, three thousand years ago or something like that. And uh, basically, these people figure out um, the, the kind of uh, 64 different basic uh, orders of life. Which he was the, the, it's called the I Ching is the book of changes, right? What are the changes of life? And so the updated version, this jinkies, now we're diving into the DNA structure and realizing that this uh, matrix of change is embedded in the DNA. And so as we learn how to open up and activate our DNA, we change reality. We transform everything. We transform our, rela number one, most important, our relationship with the bio-machine. Because we're here, consciousness, God is here through all of us is in order to evolve the bio-machine so that it can handle the entire of the multiverse, all of consciousness, all of God. And this is why you see a lot of these lately, uh, in the last 20 years, a lot of these superhero movies, right? 
because this is where we're going. But the reason that it's happening, it's still within the hierarchical third seal power construct so that they're fighting and all of that stuff. Right. But it's truly that ex expression of unlimitedness that is going to uh, become the norm here as we let go of all of these constraints that we've built because of um, our tribal alliances throughout history. And, and we needed that as evolution in order to uh, survive. Because, you know, if, if, if the cavemen didn't like get together and, and, you know, kill down the dinosaur, they would be just, you know, peanuts and, you know, jerky for, for, for lunch. So they had to create these tribes and then they had to fight each other for, you know, for food and for warmth of the cave or whatever. And so we evolved. It. And so it's embedded in the DNA that we need to fight for uh, for what we need and what we want. And living and creating a whole construct that at this point has reached, in my opinion, its pinnacle of um, perfection. And it, perfection is kind of... It's, in quotes, right? Because it's not not perfect at all. But the perfection of these perfected uh, stra strategic deployment of this hierarchical matrix system that now it's like, you know, they want to take it like to the nth, which is created a cent central bank digital currency that has absolutely no value and that controls every single person's uh, everything. You know, and, and you go look at London right now. They have all these video cameras everywhere and they're telling you where you are and where you're going and how much you're spending on carbon tax. When you actually read the little print of the Paris Accords, you actually realize the whole thing is a sham. And uh, it, just, it has absolutely nothing to do with climate change or any of that bullshit. It has to do with control. And this is what happens at the highest levels, right? And it trickles down because of the nature of our deployment throughout history and relatively in the last couple hundred years of money and what it has become and how it has been used, right? So we're going to be diving into that today as Richard Rod um, kind of taps into it and we're going to be destroying some stuff because it's very important that we, we look at information as information and information comes in this reality with words and so words need to be properly used. Otherwise, uh, the meaning, it means many things for many people, right? And so, but this is, if you listen to episode 256, you're going to get like the kind of the gist of what we're doing here, how we're using this tool to move ourselves from 64 different angles, using this path from fear to love to enlightenment. And... um and on that page, episode 256, you'll see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is, uh, if you click on that link, it'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your hologenetic profile. This is the first tool we're using how to work with these Jinkies. I'll give you 11 Jinkies and it's your personalized map. In my opinion, that is just the foyer of the house. That is just the entry point. You get that one down and then you realize that we have all these 64. So the journey continues. If we can understand how all of these uh, building blocks of reality um, create a, a blueprint of consciousness that it's under underlying all of reality, um, Oh, little by little, and we're we're entering from all these points. We are realizing how the universe is built, and then we, at that point, we have enough information to choose a different future, to choose a different timeline, to make decisions in our life. Particularly right now, when we're in in a, in a world where nobody knows what the truth is. Why? Because everything's truth. Everything is somebody's truth. They're gonna die for it. They're gonna kill for it. And then they're going to realize that it was bullshit. But now somebody's dead, right? Or a whole fucking country got bombed, right? And you go, you're just watching. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? And the same, when he comes knocking at your door, you're going to have to make decisions. 
So it's very important that we're educated. And education is not information. This stuff is philosophy. These are words. This is, this is worthless, right? We take this information, contemplate it, and download the information directly from God. And then we have an experience. We have a physical and or metaphysical experience. Both are powerful. I've had metaphysical experiences that feel 10, 20, 50 times more, more real than this reality. And it's when you see the colors and the sounds and the you go like my God, this place isn't real. And but that's my experience. Everybody's got different experiences. You have that experience, you have many of those experiences. Now you have truth because you've lived it. You were there when it happened. Nobody's coming think here to tell you and could they could be bamboozling you about what reality is. Right. And so we need to grow up and stop being innocent and not innocent. Maybe that's not the right word. Naive. Right. Naive is probably better. Stop being naive about what's really going in the world. What's actually the works of the shadow. And when you look at the shadow as it is and don't make it fancy and put glitter in it and sugarcoat it. Right. Then you can actually take that shadow into your heart and say, God, I know this is shit, smells like shit, it looks like shit, and I'm going to love this shit. And, and what is love? Accepting it, embracing it, and then giving it to God, because we have absolutely no fucking clue how to deal with this stuff. At the level that he has been manifesting in our personal lives, I see it all the time. People have all this information, knowledge. They've read the conversations with God and the fucking, you know, Ed Cartoli, and they have done all the fucking yoga. They've been to the fucking um, pilgrimages to Mecca or whatever. They're still freaking out and, and, and struggling with these heavy emotions. And it is because they're trying to fix a problem. As long as you're trying to fix a problem, you're inside of the trap of the personality. The personalities, it's all these. We surrender that to God and you're surrendering to the higher power, right? Which is within you, is your positioning of the attention. You position your attention somewhere else. You're no longer playing the drama of the personality and the manifested, expanded personality of the world shadow. You're not going to play the games of the world and believe the lies of the media and inject yourself with, you know, bioweapons, right? You're no longer going to play the games of the hierarchy. And that creates a completely different reality for you. You're going to make different decisions in your life. Um, but, but you're no longer trying to figure it out. So all of that information is there um, in episode 256. And there's, uh, you know, you can sign up to our email list. You can see our social media there. You can find, um, you know, charts and videos and uh, explanations. And, and Richard Rod explaining all this stuff. This is not a, you know, a, a astrology reading that's going to tell you who you're going to marry tomorrow in the morning. You know, this is the full work that takes to love yourself. How long does it take? Because it's all a tool of attention. We put our attention on these concepts and then little by little by little, your attention is on love, on love, on love and higher consciousness. Authenticity, authentic self-expression. I call it the unique self-expression. Little by little by little, you realize that you're not here to figure out stuff. You're here to experience life. And that tells you the truth because you lived it. So all of that stuff is there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, what we're doing here, join.tv Pearl Planet. You want to learn more about me, click on the about tab, about tab, about tab, <laughs> about tab on join.tv and listen to episode one. And uh, there's uh, at the bottom of that page, there's a bunch of information of what's been happening on a physical level. Uh, on the world in the last three years, three, four years, it's been it's been quite a ride and it's going to about to get even better. So you need to be grounded on your deep sovereign self-respect. Right. And from that place, you open up and give everything you are, receive what comes to you and then make decisions. OK, well, this yes, this no. And then organically it life unfolds. You're at the right place at the right time for the next step in your life to occur, right? But it's not something that you are coercing or have an agenda to make it specific. 
and, and in, in, you know, involve people in that thing. You can have your, all your agendas you want for whatever you're creating yourself. But ultimately, how it's going to unfold is going to be a mystery. It's going to be an adventure. And that's what we want. We want adventures. We don't want to read the script and then go live it because it's boring. It's like, where's the surprise? Where's the fun in that? Right? We want an adventure. And that's why we're here. So all of that information is there. Um, our work with this brand is just helping people have as much information as possible so that they can use it to discover the truth themselves. What is your truth? What is their truth? And then use that to navigate through these incredible uh, turbulent times that we are experiencing right now on this planet and make it to the other side, whatever that means to you. For me, it means an organic uh, ascension or, or frequency raising of the DNA structure of the biomachine where we become capable of properly riding it like, like a horse and using it to expand into untold realities with experiences beyond anything that has been considered as real up to this point, right? And this is, in my opinion, this is our destiny. This is my destiny. That's where I'm going. And it, no, it doesn't have to do with artificial intelligence. Fuck that. That is a whole other path. And uh, but you know we've we've talked about that in other episodes. We're gonna we we might talk about it in a little bit on this one, but not really. So let's dive into this um, second part of the gift of Jinky Fifty Four Aspiration, right? What Richard Rod wrote in this book, the Jinkies, and I'm gonna give you my you know my feedback on that. What I'm downloading, what how do I see all this stuff? So this shift in perspective from self-serving to community serving is giving birth to a whole new paradigm in business itself. I'm going to change these words here again because people don't exist. They are you. But it's so it's God. We are everything is God here. There's nothing else but God. Even the villains are God. That doesn't mean you're going to have dinner with them because they're in a vibration where you are not. Right. But you need to understand that. And so when we're talking about self-serving versus community serving, I'm going to change the words and I'm going to you know, phrase it in a, in a more cohesive way, because this kind of stuff is what gets us stuck in traps. You know, oh, I'm self-serving. Now you're beating yourself up for being self-serving when you wanted more cake. I'm self-serving. I'm a piece of shit. This thing happens all the time. Oh, my God, I got myself being selfish. I, I got myself wanting more stuff. <sighs> now it, this happens and I see it. I've seen it in myself. I've seen it in other people throughout decades. And it's a trap because next thing now you're in the hole. And, and that's not the way to live life. You know, so let's trade that self-serving from uh, allowing the personality to hijack your attention. That's what... The definition of self-serving here would be allowing, I'm going to stop allowing the personality to hijack my attention. That's what, that's what self-serving means. Because there is no self-serving, it's the fucking personality that wants to run the show. When you know who you are and you know that you are not the personality, the body, mind, consciousness, the whole bag of chemicals that we have here. Now I want a little bit of, you know, serotonin, you know, or I want a little bit of whatever. There's tons of chemicals. I don't even know them all. But they're going to, the personality, body, mind, is going to want you to do stuff, to think stuff, to, to feel stuff in order to, you know, to feel its macabre plants of world domination, you know. So that's what self-serving is, allowing the personality to hijack your attention. To community serving, there's also no fucking community because people don't exist. The moment we start trying to build a community, that, that very moment that we, try, that we start to try to build a community, we're already putting people in boxes. I know this is controversial, but it's the truth. And you go go experience it on any new age group or Bible school reading or religion or, you know, any fucking organization within the hierarchical system that we're existing and get inside of it. Get behind the office 
and you're gonna smell the bullshit. It's it's like it's all over the place. Why? Because it's pretending that it doesn't exist. We're enlightened. We're working on a spiritual self. No, you're still doing the same shit. And what is that? Telling people what to do. How the fuck do you know what anybody needs? How do I know what you need? We don't. We don't know. We're here just to share what we have. How do we see and give, give, give and receive? And that's a completely different thing when you and, and you know, and the way that I see this unfolding in the future is going to dissolve all the structures of reality. And it's going to be so amazing because in that place of flow, you organically there is going to be a connection and a movement and there's no this clinging. I love you now. Stay with me because, you know, I need you now. No. Why? Because now you are in that space of connection with love, looking and looking at the flowers and going like, wow, you're not like, I want my flower. Mine, 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 mine. Right? So what is this self-serving to community serving? What it really means is love. There's no community serving. You're not serving the community because the community doesn't fucking exist. You're giving your love unconditionally. Why? Because the giving gives you. That is your goal, to get it from giving it. And when it's given, it's gone. People will do whatever they want with it. And if you're going to make music with a band, you know that you play the guitar and they play the bass and you know how to play and don't step on other people's toes when they're like making the lead because you understand that there's an order in the music. There's rhythm and there's harmony and there's melody. And when somebody's creating the melody, you create harmony somewhere because you want to experience that magic, because you're educated, because you can actually play in the band, right? And, it, and, and the last thing that you're going to do is tell anybody in the band how to fucking play. Instead of that, you, the right people come at the right place and they make music. And yes, you're going to have to make phone calls and you're going to have to go places. And, and a lot of times it's not going to work, right? But that is the flow. And there's, there's, there's obstacles in the flow. But the last thing that you want is thinking that you are giving something in order to build something at a grand level. Because that, those, are the, those are the trips of the personality. We oh and I hear it all the time oh and sometimes it's funny because they cause say oh I am the I'm the you know I am the savior I'm the prophet I am the fucking whatever you know I am going to bring balance to the force and we get into those strips because that's what the personality is tripping on but when you show up on business or show up in family show up and give what you have. If it's real, if it's honest, and it is, and if it's not, then it is not, then it's going to create what it needs to create. Because you're not going to be in the, in, in the gift all the time. Some days you're in the shadow, right? And you show up and bring that stuff, and now people have an opinion about you. You are that one that was moody that day, <laughs> right? But they don't know you, and you don't know them. But what's important is that you showed up and gave what you have. So that's community serving, showing up and giving love. And what is that love? Allowing people to be who they are. If they show up and they ask you, can you give me this? If you have it, you give it to them. If you don't have it, you say, I don't have it. Or I don't want to give it to you. Why would I want to give it to you? Because you are not ready for it. Because I'm wise enough to realize that if you give you this, you're going to hurt yourself. Like, you know, a child says, give me a knife or a gun. And it's like, no, I can't give you the gun because you, you don't know how to handle guns. Right? So that's wisdom. But that is also love. Right? Because you love them. Now, now I, I, I know that I said people don't exist. And, and then I say, oh, but you love them. But you know what I mean? This, these words are really useless. You love yourself in them. So, um, so this is bringing a whole new paradigm in business itself. And it is happening. People showing up with love and with a deep respect for, some, for other people. And it is changing in business. And it is exciting because it's... And you're not just business, but other things. And it is exciting because we're going there. We're moving to a different reality. We do need to shed off some of these obsolete concepts of utopia and, and community enlightened serving and all this shit. 
Because that's the, that's the stuff that makes communism. We need to turn inwards and deal with the stuff. And, and then you show up, but not from a place of I've, I'm here to tell you or show you what, how it's done. If you ask me, then I'll give you that, but not because I know better than you. So um, for the first time since the Industrial Revolution, people are asking what the real purpose of business is. Yes, instead of being an end in itself, business is being seen as a means to create a better and more sustainable world. And that's, I guess that's part of this, you know, from this place. It's like it's interesting to see this evolution of our species. We, it's, it's side by side. The shed grows bigger, but the light grows bigger too. And so the shed's becoming more obvious and the light is actually giving us more um, relief out of the struggle that we've been happening. So people are growing, people are changing. We are beginning to do different things that with our businesses, with our relationships, right? Because we are discovering that there is something more. This is this aspiration we're talking about, growing from that greed, that discovery of more. There is more. And when we work from that place of flow, from inner flow, showing up and flowing and showing up and people are showing up and flowing, you're making music now. And and, and I'm really literally meaning frequency music because the organic interconnection of the electromagnetic fields, they're making music. That is when you feel harmony when you're hanging out with people. And it's not something you push. It's organic. Either it happens or it doesn't. And it's all good. If it doesn't, then there is another group of people that will work for that person, right? And they're going to flow or not according to their level of growth and where they are in their expansion. And everybody needs to go through all the steps. You cannot skip steps in this. This is what artificial intelligence is, trying to skip steps. And... uh it's it's just going to you know become even worse because the steps are going to become bigger for those people, not for me. So um, through networking with other businesses at similar higher frequency, enormous change is possible in our world, and I think that ultimately um, this happens when when you are ready for it. Uh, this networking. Um, and and actually, no, what, what I mean is it's happening all the time in every conversation and every relationship. If we're just taking that concept to the next level on business, let's say you're going to build, uh, you know, some sort of um, technology that is going to be able to heal cancer with frequencies. Right. And now there's, you know, international corporations that are working into that stuff. I personally think that that kind of stuff is really going to start coming out. As we, as these um, nasty shadow corporations that are creating you know, poison fall apart, which they're just on the edge. This really good stuff, and we're talking about true um, uh, high frequency business. It's gonna really, really start happening um, as soon as these really nasty corporations that are based on on, on exploitation and abuse and, and the tenets of the power holder, right, um, from the third seal, they collapse. And they are collapsing because we are moving our attention from there. And without attention, we no longer believe that Pfizer is making vaccines that are going to help people. There's a bunch of people that have been indoctrinated that still believe that because they don't have the time to learn more. They're, they're inside of the matrix. And their wake up call, it's, you know, their ch child suddenly dying or some shit like that. A lot of people have been waking up like that. It's hard, but it is happening. And a lot of people are actually figuring out. So all of us, all of these big monolithic corporations, and not only that, at a, at a personal level, the, the, you know, the plumber corporate business that uh, your local uh, construction company, when they stop cutting co corners, and realizing, you know, oh, I'm paying pennies to my employees that I've had for 30 years and I'm, you know, putting it all on my pocket. You know, this happens all the time. 
you know, having people being standing for 10 hours, working, working, paying them shit, you know, where you can actually get to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm actually making dividends real with this gallery or with this business or whatever it is you have. And you realize we can all actually succeed together, right? And then people have a higher frequency. They're working together there. And then the entire company rises in frequency. You cannot court corners. You cannot say that the, that the janitor is less important than the CEO. Everybody's got a job, right? And when the frequency of the... And, 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 and then again, I'm not talking about communism here. Because then you think, well, no, everybody, now you're going to you know, pay the same to the CEO, that you're going to pay the same to the janitor. You're going to give the opportunity for everybody to expand and to be where they belong, where they choose to be, and then help them rise in, in, in consciousness, rise, expand, have their true experience. I think that I see a lot is really sad. People stuck in places where they don't belong and not having, there's no structures in this reality to help people move, ascend. And, and it's very interesting because we're going to the city of Ascension with this jinky in, in, the, in, in a timeline or, or a f forward motion towards something that fulfills them. Because at some point, you know, you need to learn the steps of how to build something and you might be doing stuff you necessarily don't enjoy. But, but if you stay there, you're dying, beginning to die little by little. But if there's, there's, that's something I would be very excited about, you know, like businesses or, or, or organizations that are helping people find and finance, they're figuring out ways so that people could actually express their in natural self-expression. So they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I mean supposed to be doing, meaning because it's the vibration of the cellular structure. It's harmonious with the experience, right? You're happy doing what you're doing. And at some point when you need to change, you change. And there's help for that. We don't have any of that shit right now. People are stuck in holes for sometimes for their entire lives, hating every single moment. And this creates really nasty frequency. So that is the kind of stuff that we're going to be seeing pretty soon. So through networking with other businesses at a similar higher frequency, enormous change is possible in our world. As these so-called cultural creatives begin to work together and dovetail their energies and resources, they open up entirely new vistas that could potentially transform our entire planet. This is what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know, you show up with your unique genius and you are a giver, right? You're not there to tell people how to do this stuff. You you work all fucking day, seven days a week. Why not? Because you're there to make money, but because you're in love with what you're doing. This is what people that are really... I'm not saying you need to work seven days a week, 24 hours. I'm saying when you truly find your thing, there's nothing else you want to do. You want to just be there full on on that thing, Right? And how exciting. For some ways, there are ways to figure out. People figure out how to monetize this stuff. But a lot of people can't. There's tons of artists out there that make incredible stuff. And they just haven't fucking figured out how to monetize their stuff. Because the art world has absolutely nothing to do with talent. It has to do with people. Who do you know that's on? Who are the gatekeepers? And they decide what is going to sell and what is not. So this is still the fucking hierarchy, right? And so if we can, you know, let that go, please, and find doorways, not just for artists, but everybody's an artist in their thing, a great engineer or, or, or a lawyer or something, met a doctor, you know, people that are truly devote to their practice, they become artists, right? And so... um. So when enough people with aspiration overcome their individual fear and competitiveness, they will create a deep and lasting equilibrium in the global economy. And competitiveness is this thing. Uh, people have to go through that stuff. At some point, you realize this is why I say people don't exist, because the moment that you see the other, you're having a competition. Am I better? Am I good enough for them? For that they, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to prove it to you. Blah, 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 blah. And so when you're in that consciousness, you lose track of what's important, which is getting the stuff done. Some people actually 
do get stuff done because of that competitiveness, right? But it's not something that it's, I think is our job to try to eradicate. I think that what you do is yourself. You realize, you know, that comes from lack ultimately, but it's, it's, it's a journey. It's not something that you let go pretty easy, but it's definitely a personal work. And so you create um, a deep and lasting equilibrium in the global economy. First thing, before that thing can happen, we need to dismantle the entire fucking thing because right now the global economy is uh, it's a scam. The entire global eco- economy, in quotes, it's a scam. There is no real money in the world except uh, when people have gold or silver. And now hopefully Bitcoin, if it doesn't get hijacked, right? When you have a currency that it, that it's, that it cannot have a quantitative easing, that it cannot just be printed and, you know, create inflation until there's no tomorrow. When you truly have something that has a cap, that, that this is as much as it's going to be ever, right? That's why I like Bitcoin. Um, or it has value. Right. And right now, the, the money of the bills, the, the money of the world, it has no value. It's just numbers and people keep pulling them out of their asses. All of the Federal Reserve is a joke. You know, the central bank is a joke. The Bank of International Settlements is a joke. These are all, you know, little madhouses for little people to play their games of economic war. And it's terrifying when you read books like, for example, the um, uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, if you can find that one. Find out how they control economically countries, entire countries, destabilize the economies, and millions of people suffer. It's disgusting, right? So before we can talk about global economies and shit like that, the whole fucking thing needs to fall apart. The, the shit needs to be exposed exactly as it is. What actually happened in the uh, a mortgage crisis in 2008, most people don't even understand. You even see the movie, The, the Great Short, I think it's called, uh, with Christian Bale and um, Brad Pitt's on it and uh, um, Steve Carell. And, and it's still complicated, right? But basically you realize, you know, it's just people playing playing with 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 these ass, assets if you want to call them assets and just don't give a fuck about the consequence we're children children just oh yeah i'm gonna pull out the sword and stick it to you and they don't know that because you stick the sword now they're gonna die but a lot of people do there's a lot of people that were in that are involved in the higher echelons of this hierarchy that run the fucking puppeteer strings and understand exactly how all of these inflation and quantitative easing and all of these um, hits, economic hits on countries, third world countries. You see stuff like all the invasion that's happening in the United States right now with immigration that happened in Europe. People are fucking freaking out in, in Britain and all of these people coming from Africa. Oh, we're helping them. No, no. They're, why? Why can't every country have... Because there's wealth and prosperity everywhere. Because there's control, there's fear, there's the shadow, right? So before we can have global economy or some shit like that, we need to explain what is actually really going on. The real urge behind aspiration is to seek out this higher harmony. Yes, absolutely. And in the material world, this means moving money from places where there is too much to places where there is not enough. And this is the kind of stuff that when I read, I realize the naivete of Richard Rudd. He doesn't truly understand money and how it's actually working in the world. Yes, we're going to move money from places where there's too much to places where there's not enough. This is a child explanation of what's actually going on in the world right now. It doesn't work like that. Why? Because money doesn't even exist. How are you going to move something that doesn't exist? You know, it's it's political and and uh, political prowess, if you want to say, that creates the policy where things are going to go. And even be, be above Congress, and I'm talking about Congress or whatever the equivalent is all over the world in any country. I'm talking about who decides where money goes. 
And this is something that I asked my whole entire life when I was a kid and I used to watch this. Um, I was watching cartoons right on, on TV and then I would see these ads of people, little children in Biafra, right, uh, in uh, Africa with, with their skeleton bodies and the bellies that are full of parasites and flies on their face and they were saying send money to you know help help these people you find out when you send money it's a scam they're not even giving the money or anything number one why do those that even fucking exist and when you realize that it's done by design your fucking cell phone the batteries coming out from the mines in uh, i don't know if in africa there's places in africa there's places in in south asia Right? Where there's children as far as young as four years old killing themselves to get your fucking battery. Or your fucking coffee for Starbucks. And you're thinking about all that shit. And for a long time I was freaking out. I'm like, I was suffering so much until I realized this is by design. Every tyrant needs their victims. The world of hierarchy, of control, needs slaves to survive. So this ain't going to change by moving money from places where there's too much to places where there's not enough. You need to cut down the whole fucking tree from the root and burn it down. Burn down the whole fucking thing because it's, it's a cesspool. The whole design of the economic system worldwide is shit. You know, that's why I love Bitcoin. If it can happen and we can totally take control, completely bypassing the banker, the international settlement, and take them. This is happening in Africa, actually. Many places in Africa, they have their Bitcoin now. It's happening in Costa Rica. They're having their Bitcoin. They're just giving it to each other. You know, boom. Nobody's involved in that shit. It has nothing to do with your fucking inflation or any of that shit. Yes, there's tons of, of, of you know, evil plans to try to tumble it down. It's been, it's been fighting for 10 years. They do these short sales and stuff like that. And then they buy a lot of people. People freak out and sell it. And where does that stay? It stays in the, in the vaults or the, uh, you know, the, the cold storage of, of the people that, want, that don't want. The same kind of people that, you know, buy patents of extraordinary technology and shelves them so that nobody ever gets to have it. It's as a problem of consciousness. It's a problem. It's a personal problem that's not going to fucking change. At a global scale, it changes in your heart. When you take, as an individual, you take responsibility for embracing your shadow and you cut down the supply of shadow energy into the shadow world. Because as, 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 as soon as you move your attention out of that shed hole and you say, no longer will I be a fucking victim and start walking your own path into another universe... That whole thing falls apart because it's a house of cards. It does not have any power. So the gift of aspiration has some other fascinating qualities connected to the transformation of energy into more rarefied frequencies. At a genetic level, the 54th gift has to do with the way in which memory is transferred and stored through the liquid of our cells. And so I personally think that it's connected to all the jinkies, right? But in this case, we're talking about um, how to process information and how that information gets embedded in the bio machine, right? So when we're talking about wanting, having that inner drive, that is energy. When we analyze the word drive, right? It's action, it's moving so that it's energy in motion and energy obviously is going to have an imprint and where is that going ultimately? It's going into the bio-machine. We are upgrading the bio-machine by our experience in this reality. And so our memory itself is deeply affected by frequency. And I would argue that memory is... Um, when we're, there's two types of memory or two types of you know, experience of memory that we have here. The memory of the personality, the memory of the brain right, that holds memory, and the memory of God, which is emotion, right, the memory of God gets recorded in the soul, so when, when we're out of here, all of our experiences gets recorded as emotion, that's what the soul is, the soul is a recorder of emotional memory, and then you've got memory, which is the what the brain processes, um, 
But it is frequency, ultimately, it's all frequency, memory, emotion is frequency, thought is frequency. And so it's not like the memory is deeply affected by frequency, but memory is uh, uh, um, um, etched into by frequency. Memory is frequency, right? So the 54 shadow remembers only the ancient genetic fear of extinction if it fails to rise up in the hierarchy. I totally agree. That's why you, you have greed, right? And that's the shadow. Creating the hierarchy, so surviving in the hierarchy, you have to you have to hack your way up to the top. Otherwise, there's going to be some other smart asshole that's going to bring you down. And um, and it's in the body. It's 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 the it's genetic memory in the bio machine. We have all those wounds. That's when we're talking about the sacred wound. We're carrying this fractal line all the, to the beginning of the multiverse, not just the, this planet. How much fucking suffering have we had? Because that's what we wanted. We wanted, you know, insanity level of, of adventure here. This is the video game. Turn it to 11, right? In a 1 to 10 uh, dial. Yeah, let's go down there. Experience the whole thing. Now you're here. You're like, fuck, get me out of here. It's like, what? It's, it's, it, it got, imagine back in the day when it was, you know, the swords and the you know the clubs and the axes and and just chopping heads and raping like there's no tomorrow that shit happened and that shit's still happening right but it's a, it's a, at a more subtle level it's not on the news but it is nasty and so what is the revelation the revelation of all this stuff the memories all of this stuff's going to come out. It is coming out when you go into the cellular structure, into the shadow, and then the memory is going to be released. All of that information, little by little, you're going to remember all of this nasty stuff. And you have to give it to God because the personality doesn't have the ability to, to digest this stuff. It's old stuff and it's nasty. And that is why people struggle because they're trying to fix it themselves. And what I mean themselves, the personality is trying to fix it. Because the who we are doesn't fix anything. You are just the positioner of the attention. There's no fixing to do there. You put it here or you put it there. That's it. You have, it's either A or B or Z or infinite, right? But wh where do you put it? But if you focus your attention and try to fix something, now you're trying to fix something. And you're going to continue to try to fix something until the end of the universe. There's, that is a position of attention in itself. And that's what the personality gets stuck in that loop. It's a trap. So, um, so this fear is physically transferred through subtle pheromones released by everyone under the spell of the shadow frequency. So the body actually even makes the, you know, the scent. It's chemical. It's, it's an incredible machine we have here. So wherever the frequency is, the entire body becomes that frequency. Now you smell like fear. Right. And it's true. So um, the more successful someone is at the shadow level, the more people in the world they frighten. You know, the people that don't understand, that don't have information, they don't have experience. Yes, they will be frightened by these assholes. Right. The moment you operate out of fear or greed, which is the same thing, your order, your scent changes and you lose the trust in the relationship. And that is um, that is why you, when you get close to really creepy, you know, evil people, you're like, oh, my fucking God, get away from me. Because their, their thoughts, their frequency becomes embodied. And that is why I've heard, I mean, I don't know about this, but I've heard that truly evil aliens stink as, as, like piss. Like civilizations that are really evil, you know. They are just disgustingly stinky. They smell like shit and piss, and that's their natural scent. You know, they have, you know, reached that point of the hierarchy where they're that white shark, but they are, they are, they are decay, and they feed off of everything. So, and that, and I don't even need to go to, a, you know, a higher, uh, um, another civilization, another race of people, you know, it's here. And you, you can feel it. You feel when somebody feels wrong, it's you're like, okay, something's wrong with these people. And and it's not necessarily because they're dirty. Because, you know, if you clean these people that they could be in their fucking suits and the whole thing. And there's just weird stuff. You can feel it. It's not nice. Um, 
And if you are aware, obviously you're going to, I mean, obviously when we're talking about trust, it's very important to differentiate what does that even mean? Because Richard Rudd puts it in a context when he's not separating the personality from the individual. So he's still operating with the personality and the personality is, it's, 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 it's entrenched. So it's, it's, um, uh, it's tainted. So it's not clear to have a definition, right? When you are in the personality, you could get lost and still betray yourself and say, oh, I trust you because it sounds really nice what you're saying, right? But at a deep inner level, when you're listening from your, from your spirit, which utilizes the entire body, you use the actual body as a, as a sense to uh, perceive energy. And in this case, it's even physical. Now you can even smell it. But people perceive it in many different ways. So um, the 54th gift also transfers this higher frequency through the medium of physical presence. But in doing so, it immediately put others as at ease, right? So you have to be, you know, and this is something that actually I, I think that it is true. Um, the Internet kind of has cut us off from each other a lot. There is so much more experience and because it's electromagnetic, when we have one-on-one -on -one experiences, rather than having all these lives, when we have these all these, you know, social media friends that you've never met, it doesn't mean that you don't feel also the frequency. Because, you know, metaphysically you can perceive anywhere in in any at any distance if you have the ability to to perceive to put your attention on that, and you will listen and you will feel. You certainly will know this. This feels weird. Cut it off. Right. But there is truth to the because the, ultimately that's what physicality is to have that experience. That's why we have sex. I mean, it's literally, you know, being inside of, of, of a woman. Right. A woman being penetrated. Right. That is that connection. Or if the people are gay, you know, being inside of each other. Right. That is I mean, we're taking it all the way to the end of complete being next to each other, being one. Right. So yeah, there's definitely, um, definitely, um, 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 I personally believe it's definitely very important to, to connect at a physical level for, for everything, not just for business and for, you know, whatever. So the 54th gift also transfers this high frequency through the medium of physical presence, but in doing so, it immediately puts others at ease. It's the same way. You walk into a room and it, you're going to feel the vibe. Just sometimes you walk into these houses and it, it, it feels like they haven't touched anything in 50 years. They're living in another reality. Unless it's really dirty, then now it's like it's, you know, deteriorating. And you can feel that. People live... Time is not necessarily the present. People live all over the place in time. And you can feel and smell that time in people. Some people live in the past, some people live in the future, and they're right here next to you. So you can smell a supportive energy just as easily as you can smell fear. Thus, the 54th gift has its own biofeedback loop that creates trust wherever it goes. And I, I understand what he means by trust in this particular sentence. What it means is high frequency. You know, and you do feel it when people have that high frequency, you naturally gravitate towards that energy because it's magnetic. Unless you or yourself are very in the dark, you're going to feel repelled by it. And I've actually seen that too. People with high frequency and people that have low frequency feel repelled by it. So this is just organic stuff that happens everywhere all the time. I'm not necessarily thinking that this is... um 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 just just the 54 jinky i think that this might have a very specific order for that but um i i see it on all the processes on all the movement from fear to the to the gift from the shadow to the gift so in this case i think its relationship has to do with the drive that drive for expansion that aspiration for a new level and i think that he's talking about it because of the Latin word spiro, right? To breathe, right? Aspiration, to breathe in, right? So you are become aware 
of vib not only vibration, but a physical scent of what is high frequency and what is not. And um, in my opinion, for my perspective, this is this is just organic. When you are organically breathing life in, you are not going to be where it's nasty. Because now you, you have respected yourself and you don't live in a shithole. And that is moving up from that greed. And, and a shithole could be a really fancy place. But still a shithole vibrationally. You know, you could live in a little tiny place, but it's clean and it's, you know, whatever it is, but it doesn't have that frequency. Right? So... We're going to have a third part of this gift of Jinky 54 because there's a little bit more to talk about this. Probably is going to be slightly shorter. But we've reached the end of the episode today. Now we're doing again podcast every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find the podcast uh, homepage on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And there are any page you'll see the links to the podcast on every podcast app out there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Reason, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player Fan, Podvine, and many more. And we have all those links there. And also we have a support link at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv. We have a Telegram chat room. If you have any questions, you want to have anything to share, that is where you can share with us all of that stuff. And that's the way to contact us. And we have a news channel, Telegram channel, and on our uh, X, or you know, used to be Twitter, we're posting the news of what's going at a physical level. We don't really go too spiritual there. If you want more of that kind of stuff, go to the chat room. Uh, we have a, a Rumble, which is where we put our videos our, um, with our guests. They tell us the story of how they went through the darkness into the other side. And it's always beautiful. Storytelling is probably the most ancient of healing techniques, right? This, it, because we kind of identify with parts of the story of people. We have those on video and audio. You can find the videos on Rumble. And also on the Pioneers link of, of Jorn.tv at the bottom. You'll see all of that today. If you need help with your work with your gene keys to learn how to read or use your hologenetic profile or anything that you're doing with your gene keys, on that, uh, on that support button, you'll see all the different coaching programs we have. We have one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching and we have also the life design, and which is helping, pe helping people organize every aspect of their lives in alignment with their deepest spiritual purpose. And uh, we're just, I'm just midwifing here, you know, it's all your work, you know, I'm just helping kind of organize every single aspect. If you're going through your dark night of the soul and you're ready to drop it, because that thing is just something you drop. It's not something that you're going to figure out because that's what the personality is trying to do. You drop it and do exactly what we were talking about here at the beginning of this podcast, you know, surrender to that service, service to God. Because you realize that they, the people that you want to call the people, they're you. And so uh, that trans, it's a, becomes a transmutation tool for the pain and the suffering that we go through our dark night. So if you're not ready, all of this stuff is going to sound like bullshit and you're not going to be able to do it. Because you're still stuck and trying to figure it out and do it all yourself. And I have zero judgment because I was there and I did the same thing for 20 years. So, um, you know, if you're ready, we have a coaching program for that. And we have also coaching program for coaches. If you want to generate more leads, more clients, attract people, attract the right kind of people that, that you can actually be of service to. Your people, your tribe that vibrate at your frequency. It's very important. And there's many of us having our unique self-expression because they are going to reach a specific kind of people that are on that frequency spectrum. I cannot reach many people because they can't stand me. You know, I cannot reach many people because they can't understand me. And I can reach those who I reach and they're absolutely connecting to this message, just like they're going to connect to your message, whatever it is that you're doing you're with your, your unique self-expression. And this is how we do it. This is what love is. Just helping brothers and sisters move forward, find their true innate purpose, right? That very unique joy of life, Joe de Vive, right? And that's how you move forward organically expanding instead of trying to make it happen. 
So we have a very specific coaching program for people, help them through all the technical and marketing um, problems of, of kind of obstacles of making reaching out your unique tribe. All of that stuff is there. The support button of John.tv. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.